0: Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970 519 2212 that's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.
1: Now when it comes to your IRA, don't forget your RMDs. You also need to think about your FRA, LTC, and FEHB. No one wants to listen to another boring financial show. That's why Alicia and Josh Lewis and Chuck Lehman created the NoCo Retirement Report as a way to break down the complex world of retirement planning to something that's simple and easy to understand and have some fun while doing it. Here's the Lehman Lewis team with the NoCo Retirement Report.
2: Well, you hear Alicia, Chuck, and Josh's voices on the radio, and perhaps you've seen their faces around town on advertising or on television. Uh, maybe you have even have a friend or an acquaintance who works with the Lehman Lewis Financial Group. Well, we welcome you to the NOCO Retirement Report today, along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. You can reach the Lehman Lewis team anytime at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234 on the web. It's com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, welcome to today's show.
3: Well, thank you.
4: Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning.
2: And today, we've done this before with Alicia, and we've done this before with Josh. Well, now we want to get to know the man we know as Chuck, Chuck Lehman, uh, who has been in the biz for uh, 46 years, and no better time for us to delve into getting to know Chuck than right now on the NOCO Retirement Report, and the beautiful thing is we have chuck's daughter alicia to weigh in and chuck's Uh son-in-law josh to weigh in chuck you feeling good about this Uh,
5: no can i uh (laughs) can i mute there Uh,
4: it's too late (laughs) studio door is locked chuck's looking for this (laughs) yeah
2: (laughs) (laughs) all right so chuck let's let's just talk about um young chuck layman your background how did you get involved in being a pri- uh, you know a financial professional here in Northern Colorado.
5: Well, I actually started in Northwest Ohio, and, Ohio. Uh, that's right, Buckeyes. <laughs> anyway, my you know my dad was in the industry and uh, he was such a well-respected man in our community and everyone knew him and people would you know tell me about how he uh, you know saved the farm for him because I grew up in a farming community and it did a lot of estate planning. And, um, you know, he knew everybody, uh, including the attorneys and judges, because and, he worked with them all the time. And that, So did that help you out a little bit? That did not fare well for me sometimes because they got behind <laughs> closed doors and decided what to do with me because of, uh, you know, my name was Chuck Lehman Jr., but, you know, it'd show up in a paper that I was, you know, maybe illegally hunting raccoons uh Shining them from my car, or whatever you know. I was just a kid, at any
4: rate.
3: Or driving really fast. The stories not, that I've heard no, of all that no, he was—he no, was, no, 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 no. He was a hot rodder.
4: Car uh, statute era. of limitations <laughs> is up on this, just for
5: the yeah, record. Yeah, just for it, yeah. I did lose my license and stuff for a while, but anyway, uh, no. I, you know, I, I saw what my dad did and how he helped people, and I also knew that you know he he took time off for you know any activities at school any sports activities we went on family vacations and and he was home for dinner every night and you know that kind of thing and and i th- i think i was about i was actually working in a steel foundry and i <laughs> and i remember thinking to myself i don't think i want to do this the rest of my life and i i think i was 17 18 19 somewhere in there is when i started thinking i think i want to follow my dad's footsteps because of the respect and and you know how he was looked up to in the community and that's what got me into it
2: so when did money kind of become a big thing for not that it was the only thing but when did you kind of learn about finance and say eh, that that really that that's a light bulb that went on for you
5: i think it was probably not until i was like 23 24 years old and and uh, you know, for someone that young to get into estate planning and working with people that had um, a lot of money, uh, you know, the retirees, the people in their fifties and sixties, someone that age really did not get into that market, so, uh, you know. But I wanted to because you know, I I wanted to deal, and I I had a very good rapport with older people. I was, um, you know, really tight with my grandmother. And because of that, I, you know, I felt comfortable around older people. And so, you know, I started doing that, but I really didn't get into where I uh, was successful at working with, uh, you know, older people until I was in my 30s.
3: But a lot of people knew you because oh, yeah, you because were. because of my dad. Yeah, you yeah. were Chuck Lehman Jr.
5: That's right. <laughs> and the whole the... <laughs> idea was I was supposed to take over his business when he retired, but <laughs> Colorado just kept calling me.
2: Kept calling uh, this is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. We're learning more about Chuck Lehman today, the the man behind Lehman Lewis uh, and and this financial group team here in northern Colorado. Now, Alicia, here's where I want to, and Josh, really bring you guys in. So, uh, Alicia, you have decided that you kind of loved what your dad did well enough that you're a part of the business, and, and uh, it's Lehman Lewis, you know, financial group. Um, so what kind of lessons did your dad teach you that kind of lit that fire for you?
3: You know, I think, um, it's, it's interesting. I was just talking about this the other day, how me and my sister are completely opposites. And I, we, we were talking about Halloween candy actually, and, and how, um, children, you can always kind of tell, uh, if they're entrepreneurs or not, or if they're savers or not, based on Halloween candy, and my Halloween ca- i know it's so silly, but it's kind of true. My—I was the the kid that had the Halloween candy um, until the next Halloween, and I would save it and I would make sure that it was going to last, and I would use it to bribe my siblings uh, to maybe do some chores or whatever. Um, and my sister was a little bit different. She she ate her Halloween candy. And, um, so that's kind of the start of it with me. I think also my dad and I, we were just, we were such good buddies and I, I loved earning money and saving it. And we would brainstorm together. We'd say, okay, well, what if I, you know, clean the neighbor's houses and, or, you know, cause I couldn't really mow lawns. I had horrible allergies. And, um, I said, Man, what if I could do something that could make money while I wasn't constantly having to be there? And so I saved money cleaning houses, neighborhood houses, and put that money towards candy machines. And then I'd put candy machines in these local bars. And then I took nuts in them. Well, one half was nuts, and then the other half was the peanut M and Ms. And, um, then I took the money that I earned from that and I said, okay, well, let's get a pop machine in the teacher lounge in the elementary school because, you know,
2: teachers need caffeine and sugar, they need
3: caffeine. And I would be like their favorite. Right. (laughs) And so it just kind of snowballed from there, but it was always, it was always me and my dad, like brainstorming together and saying, Oh, what if, what if I did this? And just him teaching me the value of money and, um, yeah, how to be an entrepreneur.
2: By the way, if you'd like to reach out and and work with the Lehman Lewis Financial Group team, sit down and put together a plan for your retirement that addresses income, investment, taxes, health care, long-term care, and legacy planning, the phone number to reach them is 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234 on the web. It's LehmanLewisResources.com. Now, Josh, I want to bring you in because obviously Chuck isn't, uh, you know, you isn't your parent, you weren't raised by Chuck, but I'm guessing uh as you, you know, grew fond of Alicia and dated and got involved and now you're with the, you know, it's Lehman Lewis uh financial group, what lessons have you learned from Chuck uh that you can share on the radio today?
4: Watch it. <laughs> um there's been a lot of different things I think, you know, ultimately kind of seeing his lifestyle has been one of them. I think, you know, a lot of times there's people who talk about, you know, all of these things and, which is great, but then to actually see somebody walk that out, you know, of like doing the right thing for our clients and then, you know, having the ability to have this lifestyle that he wants and having kind of this reputation where people respect you, they know who you are. They, you know, they might come to you with questions or things like that. And ultimately it's sort of that admiration or respect that you're, you know, an expert in your field and kind of seeing that. I think I always liked that. I always appreciated that, you know, and I, I thought, you know, that might be something I like for myself. So kind of creating those, those real relationships with people, but also seeing how that benefits them in real life and kind of playing a part in that success, I think has always been a big appeal. So and Chuck, a lot
2: of it's non-monetary. Yeah. yeah. So. So, so, Chuck, I want to delve a little deeper into that because Alicia says this a lot. This is a relation. You're a relational firm, not a transactional firm. And, and I, I've got to believe that's a fundamental foundation. When you move to Loveland in the northern Colorado region, that's what you wanted to build your foundation of your business on, that it's about relationship. So talk about how important that is to you, that this is a relational, not a transactional business.
5: Well, you know, we can really we're so much more efficient if we know people and where their hearts are. And, you know, being able to bless them when they're going through tough times and and you know, they're they're calling us and asking Hey, you know, my, my sisters, uh, you know, we just found out she has cancer. Can you guys put her on your prayer list? And and we do that. You know, our our whole team prays for our clients and, and does things like that. We're personal.
3: And, you know, even beyond that, part of the reason that he, that Chuck, my dad, went to be an independent advisor is because he was taking it so personally, doing what was right for the client. So um, there was literally a situation that he worked for a big box organization, and he couldn't offer this client of his uh, what she needed most. And he literally said, I can't look myself in the mirror and know that I'm giving her second best. And I can't break my contract with this big box organization. I'm going to have to resign. And literally, he made a life decision based on doing what's right for the client And, you know, no longer had benefits, no longer worked for this big box organization, no longer had the pension, but he was like, I don't care. I'm going to do what's best for our client. Mm. And stepping away from that was, it was, it's huge. I mean, if that doesn't scream relationship, I mean, he made a, a career change to do what was right. For his client and so it
5: came from my dad always yeah. saying if you take care of your client your client will take care Pure of you, of you. Yep.
2: that's awesome and, and so again folks if you would like that type of relationship in your retirement income plan reach out to Alicia Josh and our very own Chuck Layman at 970-446-1234 970-446-1234 you can find the Lehman Lewis group team on the web at lehmanlewisresources.com. We hope you feel you know Chuck a little better, and we're going to continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this.
5: Hey, this is Chuck Lehman, and from everybody at Lehman Lewis Financial Group, we want to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Three generations. Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband, Josh Lewis, have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970-519-2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212.
5: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.
1: Will you be paying too much in taxes when you retire? Find out by going to LehmanLewisResources.com slash tax. That's LehmanLewisResources.com slash tax.
2: This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. There are millions of articles online about investing, tax planning, budgeting, everything you can think of when it comes to preparing for retirement. Now, there are important facts to know when it comes to your financial future and knowledge is power, but there's more to financial success than book smarts. There is a psychology of money. I want you all to react to that because you've seen it over the years. And Chuck, again, uh, 46 years of helping people do this. You guys have seen the psychology of money at work. Yes, we have.
5: And (laughs) uh (laughs) You cannot believe some of the things that we have seen. I, I need to write a book about it.
3: Well, there actually is a book about it. <laughs>
2: well, he'll, he'll be the I psychology the, of my, money, too. Yeah.
3: You know, You're I mean, the stories offended, you know. of the psychology of yes, money, right?
2: I mean, if we can have Shrek 1, 2, and 3, might as well have the psychology of money, you know, <laughs> that keeps going.
3: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man! The psychology it is so fascinating when we start really getting to know people that we work with and asking them, "Hey, how did you react to this or or how were you raised or you know even knowing um when people grew up the time period that they grew up um how that really equates into how they save or don't save and how they view the world and view uh the economy and things like that it is Fascinating. And I think um, we've always seen that, you know, working in the financial industry, but even hearing it um, from, uh, you know, reading the book, The Psychology of Money Mm -hmm. and, um, you know, seeing Morgan Housel be able to speak and kind of teach us, um, you know, how that really changes the way people save and spend money. It is just, it's, it's incredible. You know,
5: I I just started, um, I'm about halfway th- through the book, mm-hmm. and it has been, like Alicia said, it's amazing, and you know, why, I mean, I look at myself and the generation I grew up in, and my parents, and my grandparents, and it so lines up with his book of how people think and, and act about money, uh, and uh, you know, the generation after you know, after me, and and you can see where it definitely does have a, a role in how people think and spend and act of the generation that they grew up in.
2: So we're speaking today. Uh, Morgan Housel is the author of the Psychology of Money, and Alicia and Chuck and Josh all got the chance to hear him speak at a at a seminar this uh, recently, and I had a chance to interview him. Great guy. He's a partner with the Collaborative Fund, a former columnist at the Motley Fool and the Wall Street Journal. And again, he authored the book, uh, New York Times bestseller, The Psychology of Money. He says there is more to financial success than just what you know about money and the world of finance.
6: But I think there's so much evidence that what matters in investing is not about what you know. It's not about how smart you are. It's not about where you went to school. It's just how you behave. It's about your relationship with greed and fear, your ability to take a long-term mindset. Who you trust, how gullible you are, who you seek your information from, that's what actually matters. That's what moves the needle. And we tend to ignore that because it is not analytical.
4: <laughs> Josh, I love our relationship with greed and fear. hundred percent. And what, what's interesting about that is, you know, all, all of these people, and I, granted, I'm a little biased because I'm a highly analytical individual. Just ask you me. are? Oh, yeah. No. So, spoiler alert, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. So I spend all this time, right, trying to like amass all of this like collection of data, the, the Rolodex of my mind, if you will. And so this idea of like having all this information, having all this access to information, for a lot of people that completely goes out the window when you start talking to them, you know, about kind of greed, fear, risk, all of these different things. And then when you sit down and get to know these folks, you can really start seeing those parallels where maybe somebody who is a business owner... Versus somebody who worked in like, say the corporate world, right? Business owner has definitely a higher capacity for risk, looks at money differently, looks at opportunities differently, where somebody, you know, more in that corporate type structure, totally different. But then you apply to like the generation they grew up in, the generation their parents grew up in, all of those things really start to matter. And that's really what sort of directs all those behaviors. And a lot of times I sit down with people and I go, well, here's the information Here's a historical data here's you know detailed technical analysis of why, and they go, well, that's great, but here's what I want to do <laughs> and again, it comes back to those biases we all have right and And I don't want to say that they're disagreeing or not paying attention to the information. they already have that kind of bias within themselves and how they view their money, how they view their risks so Really interesting, but we've definitely seen that play out time and time again.
3: Well, a lot of times we'll ask people, hey, how much can you afford to lose? And they'll kind of sit there for a second. They'll be like,
2: I want to lose nothing.
3: 20%, you know, because that seems like the answer that's like, that's what's been taught, you know, like I can lose 20% and not change my lifestyle. So we'll say. Okay, twenty percent in your case, um, that's four hundred thousand dollars. And they're like, oh, "Well, I want to change my answer. I don't, I don't want to lose." Well, actually, four hundred thousand dollars is twenty yeah. percent. So we then we ask again and we say, "How much?" So there's there's a difference between how much can you afford to lose in your in your uh, you know pocketbook,
4: the financial, the financial capacity. For
3: and then how much can you afford to lose to where it's not going to make you have sleepless nights? And let's figure out a plan that is um, complementary to both. And I think that's where sometimes people just have lost this uh, connection that it's not just about you know um, the analytical part. We as advisors, and again, this is why we always tell people, we, we are a relational firm. We are not. If you were to come and say, "I just want you know this specific investment," we're not a transactional firm. We are a relational firm because we really believe the better we we know you, the better we can advise you. And and this is one area that we really do uh, talk a lot about because it's important.
2: And if you'd like to sit down and have that important conversation about your retirement income planning, and it will not only uh, delve into the income, it will delve into investments and taxes. Uh, long-term care and health care and the components that they are and how they can attack your, your long-term income in retirement. And then that legacy component, uh, what do you uh, want to do with your money once you pass on? Uh, reach out to Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team at 970-446-1234. That's 970 970- Four four six one two three four on the web. It's laymanlewisresources.com. This is the NoCo Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock, and we're talking about the psychology of money today, both as a concept and uh, as the book written by Morgan Housel, New York Times bestseller. Housel says that we almost have things
6: backwards with how we teach about finance. You know, what is most important gets most ignored in this field. And even when we are teaching basic financial skills to people, it's the math equations and how to balance a checkbook, which are, which are great skills. I'm not, I'm not demeaning those in the slightest. But there's so much evidence that all that matters, all that matters, that's the right word to use, is, just how, is your behavior with money. And I say that because you can be the smartest person in the world. You can have a PhD in finance from MIT. But if you lose your head during a market decline, If you panic during a market decline, none of your intelligence
2: matters. (laughs) I mean, again, this is certainly – you guys have seen it uh, where even the smartest people in the room sometimes make the most irrational decisions.
3: Absolutely. This is also why we really um, make sure that people understand, hey, if – or I should say when the market tanks because it does, right? It's cyclical we are here as your coach, right? We're going to be here as your advisor to say, no, (laughs) we're not pulling all of your money and putting it in cash. And here's why we don't want you to make decisions, irrational decisions, um, based on emotion. Right. And so I think again, um, having somebody there as an accountability partner to say, um, you're being irrational or, Hey, you need to to be more conservative, whatever it is, you know, it could be one, one extreme to the next. And we see that in everything in between for us to come back and say, you have hired us to help you. And here is what we would recommend for you. And, and time and time again, I think people, you know, after the emotion comes down and, and they settle down, they're like, Thank you. <laughs> this is why I hired you. Thank you. You know, um, because uh, without without a coach in your corners helping you and coaching you through some of these um, emotional uh, situations, you could you know you could make some poor decisions. And so it's good to have that advisor in your corner.
2: Yeah, and Chuck, you've seen this over the years. It, 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 I mean, emotion is always at play. Uh, But it's when you get people to kind of take that deep breath, take a a look, you know, a step back, if you will, it just helps them and guide them uh, to better decisions.
5: Well, that plus the fact if they have a plan and they know that uh, they've taken into consideration that when the markets go down, that they they're still going to be okay. uh, that it's not going to be the end of the world and they have to refinance her house and go back to work and all those things. Because we have put that into the plan, saying when things go south, here's what we're going to be doing. And that's why, you know, people, uh, why we call uh, our – it's a peace process here in, at Lehman Lewis Financial Group to give people that peace for when the next time that the markets drop that they're not going to be, you know, out in the street living in a van by the river. I knew that, you know, like back when the markets dropped in, uh, I think it was March of 2020, that, you know, we did not have our phones buzzing off the hook of people freaking out because that's why we do what we do is to plan for what happened that day.
3: And I I actually loved that because we, you know, our phones weren't ringing at all. And we were like, all right, well, let's pick up the phone and start Start calling calling. everybody. Mm -hmm. And people were like, well, you guys talked about this, that this would happen, and I'm not losing any sleep because I know I have a plan. And you guys always said, hey, the market goes up, it also goes down, and this is how your lifestyle is protected. And so, again, yes, it just comes back to having that plan. So you do
2: you to have – Yeah, I'm going.
5: yeah, yeah exactly. you folks need to come in here for that <laughs> plan so you don't have to worry the next time it goes down because we know it's going to go down. We just don't know when and for how long or how bad.
2: Yeah. So if you would like to put your plan together to get you into and through retirement, maybe you're retiring uh, right now or you know, in the next you know, several months, or maybe it's the next couple, three, four years, but you need to have that plan to give you some guidance along the way. That's what Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff, the entire Lehman Lewis team do every day of the week. They help people plan that retirement income. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234. You can find the team also on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. And when you're on laymanlewisresources.com, remember to, to check out some of the uh, great resources, checklist challenge on taxes, on estate planning. That's at laymanlewisresources.com. The NOCO Retirement Report continues right after this.
3: Hi, this is Alicia Lewis, and I want to wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over five percent. But even at the historical average of three percent, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So, what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call nine. 9- seven zero five one nine twenty two twelve that's nine seven zero five one nine twenty two twelve i am not a client of Lehman lewis financial group and have paid for the promotion firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through ae wealth management llc
1: do you need a second opinion on your retirement plan give the Lehman lewis financial group team a call now nine seven zero four four six one two three four That's 970-446-1234.
2: This is the NOCO Retirement Report, along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. Well, it is as if the entire world of finance is putting the cart before the horse when it comes to how we learn about financial concepts and how we implement them in the real world. We talk a lot on the show about financial knowledge and know-how, but today we're learning that there is a psychology of money. Morgan Housel uh, wrote the book, The Psychology of Money. It's a New York Times bestseller. If you'd like to pick up a copy, I, I'm sure Morgan would be happy for you to, but it really is uh, some great, uh, you know, when, you, when you're reading, you're like, well, this is common knowledge. I've heard this before, but sometimes you just have to have it right there in in black and white that you read, but here's what uh, Morgan Housel, again, had to say about the psychology of money.
6: If you get caught up in uh, the excitement of a bubble, none of your intelligence, none of your academic credentials, none of the fact that you know the formulas, none of that matters if you're gonna lose your cool when it matters most. That's why the behavior is not just an important part, it's really the base of the pyramid. And until you've checked that box of figuring out your own financial psychology, None of the analytical skills matter until then.
2: Our resident geek, Josh, uh, I'm sure you and Morgan Housel could go one-on-one and have a a good conversation.
4: (laughs) It it would be riveting. I I can assure you. Um, Absolutely right. You know, think about any, any like crisis moment in your lifetime, right? If you're letting your emotions sort of front run that, when are you actually going to have the time to be analytical about it? I, you know, I spend a lot of time outdoors and in the woods, and I've taken all of these classes on survival and things like that. And uh, you, you and Bear at, Grill, yeah, me and Bear Grills. You know, we're <laughs> we're out eating a lot of interesting things. <laughs> so think about like hypothermia, for example. We all know, like, you know, if you've ever been like stage one hypothermic, where things start shutting down, you get the chills, you, you get the shivers, all of those things. If you know what to do you're going to be okay but more often than not the reason people die from hypothermia is because they start panicking mm-hmm. right they freak out and then they make all of the mistakes they probably know they shouldn't make but again it's it's that same example of i let my emotions front run everything else and i never took that you know deep breath to then sort of come back to my center and look at okay what are next steps how do i analyze this where you know because if you're just letting those emotions get out in front of everything you will never have that time to be analytical to make a good rational decision and you're going to make decisions purely based on that emotion and they're likely going to you know blow up down the road yeah in
2: fact i was reading something recently and i think i heard this in a lecture one time on navy seals that a lot of times in when they're in the in the heart of a situation They are taught to – now, obviously, they do this quickly, but to take a pause, take a breath, get very aware of their breath before they make a decision to move forward because it is – you've got to clear your mind before you move forward. So, I I mean, it really is uh, that we can't overreact, Alicia. We have to keep our cool – uh, and And that's what you help people to do, because especially when they've been working with you for a time, you can rely back to, hey, here's here's the plan we put together back when you were making good, rational decisions. So what's changed? I'm sure is the question
3: well, and absolutely that that is the question a lot of times. And I think it's us again, coming back and and helping them realize that don't live in fear here and And having a plan is actually. Ben, your your biggest advocate is knowing, hey, we've planned for the worst. Of course, of course we're always going to hope for the best, but we plan for the worst. And sometimes it is just getting on the page, you know, and saying, here's the plan. We we're we're okay. Sometimes it is saying, all right, we we see where, you know, we don't want you to be panicking and and losing sleep. Let's make these little adjustments here and there. And so, again, it's just, it comes back to keeping a, a cool-headed, um, you know, not not reacting out of fear, but also you have a team of advisors here at Lehman Lewis that we are planning for you. We are watching your back. We are, you know, always on top of what is going on and helping you make the best decisions even if you are saying, oh panicking like I don't know what to do here so that we can walk you through that and give you that guidance
2: and and Chuck you've seen this over the years where people do I mean they're they're they probably reached out and 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 really what they need is that calm and you and the team can be that calming voice
5: that's exactly right as Alicia was talking I had about three people come to my mind that every once in a while they call because of something they've read of, you know, what's going to happen with taxes or capital gains tax or, you know, everything has been going on. And they're just saying, I'm freaking out. What are we... And, and you know, I talk them off the cliff, uh, start, you know, reassuring them that the plan does have that into consideration. And every one of them that I talk to, they always say the same thing. Prior to this, I don't know what I would have done. I would have probably made some stupid decision because... I don't have a coach. I don't have somebody in my ring talking me through this and talking me off the cliff when I let the news, uh, you know, just overwhelm me. And, you know, that's a problem. So many times there's such everything is negative on the news. Everything is just, you know, doom and gloom and the world's going to end. And, you know, the... the water's going to cover California in another two years or whatever stupidity, (laughs) (laughs) whatever kind of stupidity is out there, they just know and they're so reassured that they have us on their team as their
2: coach. So, if you would like to put together your very own personalized plan, this is custom to you and your situation in life. How much you, you know, again, have been able to save in your 401ks and your 403bs and your Roth IRAs, and maybe you have investments, but you don't have a plan. Reach out to Alicia, Chuck, and Josh at 970-446-1234 and put that plan together today. That number again, 970-446. One, two, three, four. On the web, it's laymanlewisresources.com. Along with Alicia, Chuck, and Josh, I'm Bruce Steinbrock. This is the NOCO Retirement Report. One last lesson on our behavior around finances from Morgan Housel, the author of the book The Psychology of Money, a New York Times bestseller. He says that one of his first jobs was at a valet at a fancy hotel in L.A. And he learned a lot from being around people that were very wealthy or at least they appeared to be at the time
6: i think what was really interesting to me was getting to know some of these people who were driving ferraris and rolls royces some of them actually were not even that wealthy they were like mediocre successful people who spent half their income on a, on a car lease payment and that to me was really astounding because that just blew apart all of the impressions my first impressions that I had of these people. So that was a really formative experience that taught me a lot about the psychology of money.
2: Always a good one, uh, Alicia, to keep up with the Joneses—just to have the big car and no money in your bank account.
3: Oh my gosh! And <laughs> I, it is uh, something that I hate to say, but we kind of see a lot.
4: It happens, yes. And the, the social media. Yeah, the you know, style,
3: right? <laughs> and and I think it's probably one one of the biggest behavioral flaws of our society is to think that that equates to success
2: now okay we hear it the the fear of missing out the FOMO uh, well I I think in retirement it's faux row it's the fear of running out and uh, if you don't have a plan and you don't have I mean again so that's that's a layman lewis term now faux row fear Mm -hmm. of running out uh but i mean that's we have to have a plan so you again you can set that mindset that you won't run out if you
3: have the plan well and i think that's really what we're trying to accomplish is to let people know we don't ever want you to have foro i love that <laughs> uh in your retirement and if you have a plan it really takes that faux row away. <laughs> and, and it allows you to have that freedom of living the retirement that you've always wanted to live. But again, it really takes being intentional and planning for that and making sure that, you know, again, it's never a set it and forget it. It's constantly making sure that okay let's let's uh make adjustments let's look at your plan let's um you know and again this is where um you know i think of athletes athletes aren't like okay i made it i'm in the nfl i made it you know no they're still training they're still working and and working on making sure that they're the best of the best right and that's same with retirement planning where we're behind the scenes saying, okay, we're making sure that this is, is, is good and the plan is still on track. And, um, I think that it allows people to say, okay, we can go on this trip or we can spend this money or we can spoil the grandkids or whatever it is that you're really wanting to do rather than, uh, holding it close to your chest and saying, I am just living in fear because I'm having that fear of, of running out. Mm -hmm. And that's, that is the whole purpose of a plan to make sure that you're not living like that.
2: And I want all of you as a team because you've you've seen this before, where people have come and and maybe they had their plan with you, but again, their fear of their psychology of money that they brought to the table with them causes them fear, and you're able to you know again coach them through that. Uh, but this is that that time. It, it I, I mean, it's got to be such life fulfilling to all of you when you're able to say. It's okay, let's look back at the plan, and this is how, you know, again, what's changed, and then let's attack that.
5: That's so true, and, you know, and my mind just rolls with so many clients that we've talked to in the, in the past, or I have, and and how, you know, the majority of people that come in here, I would say, they're not doing in retirement what they have planned their entire life because they're living in fear of that running out of money. And without a plan, that's you know that's why they do that because they don't know. And so many times we give people that financial freedom, and we have to kind of push them out of the nest of not spending money because they're afraid to spend money because they're afraid you're going to run out. But we show them: here's the worst case scenario, and you're not going to. So spoil the grandkids, go on that vacation. Uh, You know, build that uh, barn that you've wanted to so you can work on your antique cars. All the things that they had wanted to do, then they get to retirement and they don't do it because they're afraid. And the reason they're afraid is because they don't have a plan.
2: Mm. So to put together your very own plan with Alicia, Chuck, Josh, Jeff... The entire team at Lehman Lewis, they will help guide you through this process. Reach out today at 970-446-1234. That phone number again, 970-446-1234. You can find the team on the web also at LehmanLewisResources.com where there's some great downloadable resources on taxes. There's a checklist challenge. Find it all at LaymanlewisResources.com. We'll continue the NOCO Retirement Report right after this.
4: This is Joshua Lewis, and from everybody here at Lehman Lewis Financial Group, we want to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Three generations.
0: Hey, it's Jimmy Lakey. When Lehman Lewis Financial Group says they are a family-owned and operated company, they mean it. Years ago, Grandpa Lehman started it, his son Chuck built on it and continued it, and now Alicia and her husband Josh Lewis have joined in to continue the family tradition of helping others find happiness in retirement. If that's what you're looking for in a financial professional, a family-oriented business that treats their clients like, well, family, then give Lehman Lewis Financial Group a call. 970 519 2212. Chuck, Alicia, and Josh say it all the time. It's not about the accounts, the numbers, or the products, but rather it's about the people. Three generations of doing things the right way. Join the Lehman Lewis family today. 970 519 2212. That's 970 519 2212.
5: Jimmy Lakey is not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and was paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance services.
1: Wait! Before you dip into your 401k too early, give the Lehman Lewis team a call. Don't make a potentially costly mistake with your savings. Get a second opinion from the Lehman Lewis team today. Call now, 970-446-1234. That's 970-446-1234.
2: This is the NOCO Retirement Report along with Alicia Lewis, Chuck Lehman, and Josh Lewis. I'm Bruce Steinbrock. We're going to take a little time to put our friends from Lehman Lewis to a test with a round of retirement trivia. And Alicia, Chuck, Josh, our... our trivia topic today is Social Security. Are you feeling good about that?
3: Oh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Bring <laughs> it.
2: Okay. <laughs> We're whizzes at this. Boy, Josh, you sounded so enthusiastic. About it. <laughs> I was just trying to think through all my
4: fun facts related to Social Security.
2: Okay. Well, we'll let you drop some of those during the right. during the segment. All right. So uh, here's the first one, and uh, I, anybody can, can uh, say the answer, but we'll give you uh, the opportunity. You can be as a team. I mean, this is where working as a team helps, right? So here we go. Absolutely. All right. The team. How much was the first Social Security monthly payment made to Ida Mae Fuller on January 31st, 1940? Now, this is multiple choice. A, $15.79, B, $22.54, C, $36.31, or D, $56.65.
3: You think C? I would say A. I say B. Oh, we all said something different.
2: (laughs) So is the arrival is on what? What's
3: what's the arrival? You want to say thirty six? All right, thirty-six. Yeah.
2: Thirty-six dollars
4: and thirty-one cents. That seems high to me.
2: (laughs) Yeah, thirty-six dollars thirty one cents would be a little high. It was B, twenty two dollars fifty four cents. Ida was a teacher and a legal assistant from Vermont. (sighs) Not I should
3: too. have asked what she did. Yeah. Yep. I was <laughs> Can you, you
2: was use not, the sentence? Money, right? <laughs> what's the, what's the uh, origin of the <laughs> – okay. So, yeah. Anyway, she was a teacher and legal assistant in Vermont. She said, quote, it wasn't that I expected anything, mind you, but I knew I'd be paying for something called Social Security. So there you go. Ida uh, May Fuller, January 31st, 1940. Now you can wow your friends with trivia. Uh, $22.54. The answer was B. All right, second question, and this is uh, Social Security trivia here on the NOCO Retirement Report today. So here we go with question number two. What was the average life expectancy when Social Security was first passed? Was it A, 45, B, 52, C, 58, or D sixty two.
5: I am going to say
2: fifty eight.
3: Yeah, it was fifty eight. Well, I would have to ask—is <clears throat>
2: that for a man or a woman, uh, right? Because go. fair question. We, but we are going to give you guys
3: yes. Yes, it you,
2: you, you was because both, and that's a fair question, Josh. Because for a man it was fifty eight, for a woman it was sixty two. Yeah. So
5: so let me ask you a question. Okay. Social Security was going to be paid out at age 62, correct? Mm hmm. But they knew that the life expectancy was 58. Yeah. So
2: they oh knew they gosh, would.
5: Did the oh, government
3: my have oh my in gosh. Oh my gosh. What do you know? Did they use oh actuarial math on that? That's
4: yeah. crazy. Oh
2: my. What a
4: deal. <laughs> Actually, the Great New Deal, as a matter of fact. That's mm. right. There the
5: we great go. Great New Deal.
2: Great New Deal. Yeah. All right. Uh, Here's another question for you on Social Security. How many employees did the Social Security Administration have to issue new Social Security numbers in 1936? Did they have 100 employees? A, B, 250, C, 750, or D, 2,000? I'd say
4: 2,000. I'd say D, 2,000.
2: Always go for the high number when when, uh, the the government. Talking about government, Government (laughs) yeah. Yeah. 2,000, (laughs) exactly correct. Social Security uh, in 1936, 2,000 employees to issue Social Security numbers to an estimated 26 million wage earners. So you are two for three. Here we go. Question number four. I I just see the beads of sweat building up on their foreheads right now. Can I I get a lifeline? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question four: How much is the average monthly Social Security payment? Six hundred sixty-seven dollars. A, B, sixteen fifty-seven. C, twenty-two eighty-six. Or D, thirty-one forty-eight. This is for twenty twenty-one. I'm gonna
5: say sixteen
3: fifty-seven. Yeah, I would probably agree with that. Yeah,
2: that sounds about right. Sixteen. 16. Yes. Yes. Fifty-seven. Exactly Woo. right. For twenty yeah, twenty. Yeah. So the team's doing well. 2022, the average monthly Social Security benefit was increased, remember, 5.9%, which equates to an additional $92 per beneficiary on average. So for 2021, the estimated average Social Security retirement benefit was $15.43. So and this is something that you guys, um, and we'll we'll get back to our our last question and maybe a bonus question here in a minute. But th- this is something that people do have to plan for. And so, yes, Social Security went up uh, for the new year, but, but it's also something that will. Ca- there's a cause and an effect, and so the effect could be your Medicare premiums or different things going on. Correct?
4: Yes, you got it. Inflation is a double-edged sword, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
2: but it it, I mean that that is part of the plan and so as you I mean because you guys do yearly reviews and you meet with people when they need to or at least a couple times a year and so this is one of those things that you have to bring up and show them as part of their plan where there might be some different checks and balances because
4: of what congress passed correct that's absolutely right. You know, while inflation is good for all of us getting a cost of living adjustment on our Social Security payments, it also becomes a little bit more of a moot point because inflation also impacts things like medical expenses, cost of health care. So that's why we're likely to see a, you know, a fairly significant increase in our Medicare Part B premiums, which will then effectively help to offset some of that cost of living adjustment.
2: Yeah, just something something to think about as you're headed into retirement. All right, question number five on our Social Security trivia today here on the NOCO Retirement Report. At what age will your Social Security payment max out? Is it A, 67, B, 70, C, 72, or D? It's a trick question. It's different for everyone.
6: That's
3: easy. B, 70. 70.
2: 70. <laughs> Final answer. Final answer. Yes, they are correct. Uh, in Layman Lewis, they always know the answer when it comes to this. Just gonna... so <laughs> says, just, uh, everybody yeah. got it. So 70, yes, the full retirement age is based on when you were born. And if you don't start taking your benefits, <laughs> the amount will continue to increase until you are 70. Age 70 is when benefits stop growing for everyone or until Congress gets in and starts meddling with things, right?
3: Huh. Yep. <laughs> That's right.
2: True. <laughs> but it is... Uh, it's, it's good to know. I mean, there are benchmarks set and a lot of people, again, I don't think during their working years, they know they're paying into this Alicia, but they don't know maybe how it works. And so really understanding social security and the benefits that are coming to you. This is what you help people to understand.
3: Absolutely, it's a really big deal making sure that you're taking Social Security at the right time, because it is a pension of yours, and so it is a big piece of your retirement puzzle. And so we want to make sure that you are getting the most, the most bang for your buck, so to speak, because you have paid that money into it. And so there's a lot that really has to do with this, as far as um, you know, taxes, how how it's taxed, where your other income is coming from. Uh, so there's again just It's very, very important that that you do it properly. So uh, it's one thing here at Lehman Lewis that we take very seriously when we are making recommendations of when you should start Social Security.
2: All right. So I've got a bonus question. So right now you're four for five, and the only one, folks, (laughs) that they missed was like, really, I mean, again, who's going to really know that Ida Mae Fuller in January 31st of 1940 got $22.54 as her first monthly payment for Social Security? So that's a hard one to know.
3: It's a tricky one. But
2: now they know. So here's a bonus. We'll wipe out the first question, and we'll go five for five if you get the bonus question correct. Does that sound good? Okay. All right. So here we go. What is the topic of the most visited Social Security webpage? Is it A. Oh, I know this one. Replacement cards. B. Name changes. C. Retire estimator. Retirement estimator or D most popular baby names.
3: Baby names because I did this when I was pregnant. I did, I have to admit.
2: That on on Social Security is baby <laughs> name. She's
6: right. Oh, there is. Oh my gosh, Alicia uh, get,
2: gets it right. What's, D 1998. The SSA started public 1998. Uh, so again, it worked uh, worked
4: in your benefit.
3: Something's wrong yes. with you. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's fascinating. How do you
4: think they make all those clickbait? Articles on the MSN. Oh, yes. Right? There you go. So
2: uh, SSA started publishing the list of baby names, most popular baby names, based on the names from applications for newborns. And that started in 1998. So
5: classic.
2: So you wipe out the first one, you guys get 100% five for five. Woohoo! congratulations. Yes. If
5: you knew that, I would not have guessed it. You I wouldn't have even I, mean, I would have thought name oh.
2: changes. I mean, that's uh-uh. well, I, or uh, that's what I would think. You know, name changes, estimators, those kind of things, No way. But I'm like, why in the world would I go to the Social Security website for a name change or for uh, baby names?
3: That's crazy. I did uh, it. Yeah, I did. I well, yeah, I'm expecting mothers do that. <laughs>
2: I dropped. Her Searching her the internet for baby. So now I yes. you know what your wife was doing while they're she was uh, waiting <laughs> on on that's the true. boys to get here. Josh, she was on the SSA.gov yeah, website.
3: Yeah. Oh, gosh.
2: I thought she was looking at my earnings record. <laughs> <laughs> when can I knock this guy off? <laughs>
3: yeah, <right>. Oh, brother. <laughs> well, it,
2: it, but again, so you said it earlier, Alicia, and we have just two minutes left in in this segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Social Security so, so important to your retirement income planning.
3: It is. It is um, a, a piece that I think sometimes people neglect to plan for because they think, oh, I'll just take it when I can. Or, oh, I'm just going to take it at full retirement because that's just, you know, around the time that I'm going to retire. And there are a lot of um, strategical ways to get more more bang for your buck, like I said earlier, out of your pension, you know, I had somebody uh, the other day say, oh, that's, you know, social security is an entitlement program. I'm like, whoa, 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 time out here. You have paid into social security. That is your money. It is not entitlement. This is a pension that is part of your retirement and it's important. So let's make sure that we are taking it in um, the time that that is going to best suit you in your situation, and it's not just about numbers; it's also about, you know, when do you need the money, as well as how healthy are you? You know, if you're if you have some health issues, we might be saying take it sooner um, than than what we would say if you were super healthy. So again, there's this there is strategy when it comes to taking your social security. It all comes back to the big picture plan and how your retirement. Is, is planned out. And so it's very important.
2: fact, folks, the average household misses out on $111,000 in unclaimed social security benefits over their lifetime because they take it at the wrong time. Don't miss out. Have a social security analysis put together for you with the Lehman Lewis financial team. Reach out today at 970-446-1234, 970-446-1234. You can find the team on the web at laymanlewisresources.com. Alicia, Chuck, Josh, thanks for playing along today. Always great to be with you. We'll look forward to chatting again next week.
3: What? Thanks, This Bruce. is over? It's over. <laughs> oh, no. See you guys. All right. <laughs>
4: Hey, this is Joshua Lewis. Thanks for tuning in to the NOCO Retirement Report today. Hopefully you heard some great information that's gonna help you as you start planning for retirement. As always, if you have any questions or you wanna talk about anything specifically that you heard today, feel free to give me a call at 855-955-3686. That's 855-955-3686. We also have a couple free retirement guides for you. These are going to give you some great information as you prepare to walk through the exit sign at your job. So, to get any of these guides we talked about today, you can go to laymanlewisresources.com. That's laymanlewisresources.com. Hope you have a great rest of your weekend, and we look forward to talking to you next week.
3: From everyone here at Layman Lewis Financial Group, We We hope hope you have have a Merry Christmas Christmas and a Happy New Year.
0: Hey, it's Shimmy Lakey. How much do you have saved for retirement? Now cut that number in half. That's the impact inflation could have on your retirement. Have you thought about how that will affect your retirement plans? If not, you should. Recently, we've seen inflation well over 5%. But even at the historical average of 3%, the value of your savings will be cut in half in 20 years. So what can you do? Start by getting a free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group. It will help you understand how inflation could impact you and show you simple ways to prepare for it. Get this booklet to discover five easy steps to help prevent inflation from impacting your retirement dreams. To get your copy of this free booklet from Lehman Lewis Financial Group, call 970-519-2212. That's 970-519-2212. I am not a client of Lehman Lewis Financial Group and have paid for the promotion. Firm offers insurance investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management, LLC.
7: Morgan Housel is not affiliated with and does not endorse the firm and or advisor hosting this show.
0: Firm offers insurance
7: services, investment advisory services offered only by duly registered individuals through AE Wealth Management LLC. AEWM and Lehman Lewis Financial Group are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal, any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income, generally referred to fixed insurance products. Never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the in- issuing carrier. The radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual situation. Lehman Lewis Financial Group is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be
5: guaranteed by Lehman Lewis Financial Group. The radio show is a paid placement.